The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports and NFL Podcast. Will Brinson here, joined by John Breach for an emergency podcast. And Breach, I have one question. Who's got it better than us? No one. Everyone. The Chargers do, Brinson. Nobody. That's because we're talking about the Chargers. He can't say no one. It's nobody. The Chargers hiring Jim Harbaugh from Michigan. Uh, I'll tell you who doesn't have it better than us. The Cover 3 podcast, they just went live to uh, talk about who's going to be the next Michigan head coach. You can check that out, uh, youtube.com slash cover three. By the way, the Chiefs have it better than the Chargers currently, uh, as they're still alive in the playoffs, have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. So that, that's a quick answer if you want to know who's better, who's got it better than us. Um, and for the record, I said no one because you can't bring the same answer from the 49ers to the Chargers. You got to switch it up a little bit. So they're gonna. They should say no one instead of nobody. Boom. No, that's a, it's a Harbaugh family thing. They run it. They ran it. Right, right. I get it. I get it. But that they made it a thing. Jim brought it to San Francisco, and they would say it in the locker room after every big win. Oh, I think you can keep doing it, but I don't, I don't know. know. Um. Anywho, Jim Harbaugh going to the Chargers. Done deal. Finally, it's been percolating for about seventy-two hours. Uh, I had to do a VO last night for HQ where they're like, uh, if you record a minute long voiceover and where you talk about what happens if Jim Harbaugh goes, obviously we'll throw it in the trash if he if he does get hired. I was like, cool. Uh, he he has been hired reportedly a five-year contract according to Adam Schefter of Michigan. I mean, Adam Schefter of ESPN, excuse me, Adam Schefter. He's also of Michigan. Michigan, so it makes sense. I, yeah, I mean, if Adam Schefter is reporting something on Michigan or Harbaugh, you can take it as fact because Adam Schefter went to Michigan. Harbaugh just went to Michigan too, played at Michigan, coached at Michigan, won a title at Michigan. Um, I think, look, this is a slam dunk. It's a great hire by the Chargers. This is the opposite of what you would expect the Chargers to do because they usually screw things up. Jim Harbaugh's record, his winning percentage, 
He's coached in four different places. The Chargers will be his fifth stop. When coaching San Diego, San Diego, not San Diego University State. of San Diego, not the Chargers. Right, not, not the Chargers, and not San Diego State, which is a good football team. San Diego. He won 82.9% of his games, including going 22-2 and two in his final two years. He jumped to Stanford, where they only let nerds play football and won 72.5% of his games. He then jumped to the 49ers, a professional football team that hadn't won, hadn't had a winning season since 2002. He took over in 2011. 11? 10? 11. 11. Drafted Colin Kaepernick in the second round and won 69% of his games as an NFL coach. He was there for four years. He went to three NFC championship games. He, the, the thing with Trip Balky happened, power struggle, et cetera, et cetera. He leaves. I guess he was fired technically. Goes to Michigan where he won 77.5% of his games over nine years, including a national championship. Jim Harbaugh wins every where he goes and he is now going to be in charge of the chargers which sounds like a terrible thing just in charge of the chargers so, you know, aesthetically to the ears doesn't really work but he's going to run the chargers he's got justin herbert the only reason you can poke a hole in this is that andy reed and patrick Mahomes are in the division uh, look, you have the Chargers who have a history of choking in every season, whether it's right. in the regular season when they have playoff expectations, whether it's the playoffs when they have higher expectations. Uh, then you have Jim Harbaugh, who, as you mentioned, is arguably the most successful coach of all time when it comes to transitioning to different levels. You went through everything from San Diego to Stanford uh, to the 49ers back to college football, winning a national title. So something's got to give either the Chargers are going to get on Jim Harbaugh's level or they're going to suck Jim Harbaugh down to their level. So that is the big question of what is going to happen here, Brinson. And here's the thing. I don't think Jim Harbaugh would have taken this job unless the Chargers gave him the power he wants. And if Jim Harbaugh is truly in charge, which I am absolutely assuming he is, then there is no reason he can't flip this team around uh, when you are Jim Harbaugh, you don't have to worry about job security, especially in year one, because this team is so far over the salary cap going into the offseason. They have to do a ton of things. Uh, and you know what? He has Justin Herbert. So I, I am impressed. When you look at what the Chargers did, they had all these Brandon Staley, Anthony Lynn, uh, Mike McCoy. Was that before that, I think? I know Mike North McCoy Turner was, was in there. Yep. And this was a team that had the gall to fire M- Marty Schottenheimer in 2006 after he went 14-2. and two. And it feels like since then, uh, the football god said, all right, well, we're going to just stink on you because you shouldn't have done that. And they've been looking for their next coach ever since, and this is definitely uh, a great hire. I will say this, and this is sort of a band, uh, uh, a drum I've been beating lately. And this is one of my main concerns about the Chargers job. Do you know the whole, we talked about the whole John Spanos thing? The whole Spanos family. It's not even just John Spanos. No, but John Spanos, who basically, if you go read his bio on chargers.com, it's pretty incredible. Spanos' ascension within the organization coincided with one of the most successful eras in franchise history. Basically, he takes full credit for the Chargers during all the good years, but he really took over, and it's like, 
he, he's Are you saying this song. is like a water boy showing up for the Patriots in 2001 and working it's for like, the team in, in the 2019? summer of 2001? Spanish worked in New York at the NFL office, uh, NFL offices management council department, which oversees and enforces a collective bargaining agreement. He returned the following year to help in the same capacity for the 2002 season before returning to California. That's called an internship. When your dad is an NFL owner, not impressive. And he, but he's like, he began working full time as a scout for the Chargers in two thousand and three. That's that's like that's like being like John Breach was hired as a kicking instructor. And it's like, like congrats, dude! Like you worked for your dad's team, um, worked his way up, blah 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 blah, became the named executive vice president of football operations in two thousand and thirteen which is when they hired Tom Telesco. And I believe when they hired Mike McCoy and then Anthony Lynn and then Brandon Staley and now Jim Harbaugh. Look, this is my only, the only qualms I have with this hire whatsoever. And they're not Jim Harbaugh related. It is John Spanos and the Spanish family. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and Chargering. Outside of that, I have, I, how can you pick this apart? Jim Harbaugh wins everywhere he goes. Yeah. If, well, he's I in, think- if he's in charge of personnel and he has full say and he gets to work with the GM and bring in a GM of his choosing, which he didn't get to do in San Francisco, this will work out and they will probably win. I don't know if they'll win a division title, but they'll make a run. They will get to an AFC championship game in the next five years. Yeah, and you feel absolutely comfortable with Jim Harbaugh coaching this team. Look, if you want to bring the Spanos family into it, whether it's John, whether it's Dean, they've had the reputation of not wanting to pay big dollars to their coaches. Maybe they think that's not a fair reputation, but that's what happens when your last three hires are all first-time head coaches. You know who hires first-time head coaches? People who do not want to pay them a lot of money. You do it once, kind of experimental, and if it works, great. But if you do it once and it blows up in your face, maybe you go out and get a veteran. But Mike McCoy, Anthony Lynn, and Brandon Staley were all first-time head coaches. So this kind of felt like the Chargers saying, all right, screw it. We're going to swing for the fences. The Broncos got Sean Payton. The, the Chiefs winning this division every year is getting old. We have to bring in the guy, and Jim Harbaugh is the guy. So I do feel like he has – the kind of the steady hand this team needs to turn the organization around. Not that they'd be turned around because the team went to the playoffs in 2022, but you need kind of the craziness that Jim Harbaugh brings. That's what the chaotic uh, that you're in control, but you're also total chaos. And I, I, man, Jim Harbaugh and this team are total opposites. And like I said, I think he brings them to their level. He's going to bring the chargers up to Jim Harbaugh's level. All right. What are the next steps for the chargers? What, who would win in an AFC West Battle Royale between the coaches. We'll tell you after the break. Next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. 
If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I really just wanted to talk about, like, throw that graphic back up, Debo. I mean, unbelievable with, uh, that's right, Debo producing here. Um, I hope Producer Harry is uh, out of the office. I don't want to violate HIPAA or whatever. He's having some stuff. Shout out to producer Harry. I know he loves doing these emergency podcasts and he's sad that he's not here for this one. Um, Jim Harbaugh, the best winning percentage of all AFC West coaches currently ahead of Andy Reid and Sean Payton, both of whom are frankly, probably going to be hall of famers. Although Sean Payton. um, Yeah. Anyway, um, I think that the Jim Harbaugh, Sean Payton, Matt, like battles are going to be epic. I think all of the, the AFC West, you look at this roster of coaches and it's incredible. I mean, you're talking about two Super Bowl winning coaches. Harbaugh has a Super Bowl appearance under his belt on top of three straight NFC title game appearances. He's been an NFL coach for four seasons and went to one Super Bowl. So that's 25% of his years he went to the Super Bowl. He went to the NFC title game three times. 75% of his NFL coaching years, he went to the conference title game. So you and, just, dude and Think about the two games where he didn't go to the Super Bowl. You had you lost to Eli Manning and that crazy Giants team in 2011, and then you lose on the very last second Richard Sherman interception with the throw from Kaepernick to Crabtree in uh, in 2013. He could have gone to three straight Super Bowls after taking over the Niners. Yeah, I, I mean, absolutely. And, and I think that's, if you're a Chargers fan, that's kind of what you look at right now is – what did he do? Because it's one thing to build a college team because you're recruiting. And, and if you can convince someone to come to your school, you can get the best players, especially if you're a likable coach. In the NFL, you have the salary cap that constrains you. You have to build a roster. You need a quarterback, which he finally has. And, I, I mean, you're talking about a guy, and this is Jim Harbaugh, who he benched Alex Smith to put Colin Kaepernick in. And, and the, the point there is that you have a head coach who is going to do the whatever he thinks is best for the team, no matter what. He doesn't care what the blowback's going to be because if the 49ers had lost, the not made the playoffs or whatever in, I think, 2011, and Smith, I think, got a concussion, and then he just lost his job because Kaepernick kept winning games, uh, That's uh, some coaches are afraid to do things like that because they're afraid that, hey, I could lose my job, or if this blows up in my face, what's going to happen? And Harbaugh is not afraid of rocking the boat. So you look at him. He took over a 49ers team that went 6-10 and 10 in 2010. And like we just said, three straight NFC title games. So So my initial thought when the rumors started percolating about Harbaugh and the Chargers was that the Chargers made a lot of sense as a similar setup roster-wise to the Niners team that he took over. 
I think a couple of, you know, sort of a couple of hours. Like, basically, once Brady State was fired and Jim Harbaugh was like, or Jim Harbaugh was leaving, it was like, okay. Uh, oh, the Chargers, by the way, just announced it. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We've agreed to terms with Jim Harbaugh to be our coach. Five years. So it is official, official now uh, for whatever that is worth. But Oh, I forgot about this. Former quarterback for the Chargers during the 99 and 2000 seasons. He should, he should have to coach every single team that he uh, he played for. And this is a, the official tweet from the Chargers. The only reason he played for the Chargers is because that, his, that was his last career stop. His final season was 2000. I think he went like 0-4, 0-5 as a starter. and was just like, all right, I'm done. This is... I got to hang out in the West Coast for two years by the beaches. I'm going to call it a career. I'm texting my, I'm texting Robbie because he, um, he loves the ladies and gentlemen. We got him, meme, meme jokes, buddy. Uh, anyway, what do you think the ceiling is? Actually, I don't know if I want to see what the ceiling is. How do you think this roster compares to the 49ers roster that Harbaugh took over in San Francisco in 2011? Well, I think that. You automatically have a better quarterback because 2011 Much Alex better Smith, quarterback. Yes. Alex Smith was the starter for the 2011 season. And earlier when I said uh, he benched Alex Smith and put Colin Kaepernick in, this was that benching was in 2012. So Alex Smith was the quarterback the entire 2011 season, led them to the NFC championship. So you were benching your NFC title game quarterback, the guy who led you there, and you bench him in 2012 after about half the season. So, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like you are much better at quarterback. And I think that's the big one. Now you have a lot of decisions to make. And the good part is there that you can kind of mold this team and bring in the guys you want. Although it's not going to be easy to bring people in because you're so far over the salary cap. I think what do we've seen the number at? They're like 40, $45 million over the cap. And they're going to have to get under by the uh, time the new league year rolls around in March. So you have guys that you have to worry about. I mean, they have so many decisions to make as far as the salary cap goes, Brenton. A lot. They have to – you look at their roster. I mean, like Austin Eckler, Gerald Everett. And, the, you know, these are guys that, you know, you can – you can. I mean, Eckler's a great player, friend of the podcast, Austin Eckler. Uh, I think bringing him back would be a smart move. The offensive line is pretty good. But then, like, again, you talk about the salary cap, the, the wide receivers, I don't think people understand, like, how they're just aged. Yeah, like Keenan Allen, I mean, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are not guaranteed. It, it all depends on if they, they're willing to restructure their contract, of course. Well, right, and not just the age, just real quick, that they both have cap hits over $30 million right now for yeah. 2024. Now, they can restructure Mike, Mike, or get cut. Yeah, Mike Williams is a first-round pick in 2017, which doesn't feel like that long ago, but it, you know, it's kind of seven years. He's 30 years old. He has a $32.46 million cap hit. Uh, if they cut him, they would save $20 million in cap space. Like he's either getting restructured or he's getting cut. It's the bottom line. Like, and he's a great wide receiver. He's coming off an ACL tear. That's one where if, if he's not willing to restructure and change his contract, the chargers will cut him. Keenan Allen's been with that team forever. Shout out to three, three, six Keenan Allen. But, and now, let me jump in. Twenty three million dollars you save, and that's forty six, forty three million dollars in cap space you save. So it seems like a no brainer. And the only thing I'm going to add right here is that sometimes you just have to tear the band aid off because you look at 
Brinson, you know who the top four teams were in dead cap space in 2023? I'm going to read you the list. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Los Angeles Rams, the Green Bay Packers, the Philadelphia Eagles. You know what they all have in common? They went to the playoffs. All four went to the playoffs. The teams with the four biggest dead cap hits. The Buccaneers. Who's number five? Nah, we don't need to go that far. Your Carolina Panthers. Oh, um, ouch. The rest of the list is pretty ugly. It play, You would think the teams with the most dead cap are not getting the playoffs, but the Buccaneers right. had the huge Tom Brady dead cap hit. And you just, and you know, nobody thought the Rams were going to be good this year, but you just have to do it. And I think that's what we'll see the Chargers do is you're going to have to make some painful cuts and you hope you can be the Buccaneers or Rams and Packers and, and make it through that first season where you have all that dead cap money. Well, the other thing too for the, for the Chargers is they have the fifth overall pick. Because I mean, they went five and twelve with Justin Herbert. There hadn't been a team that's been this bad with a clear-cut franchise quarterback in a long time. And the, you know, we have Chicago, Washington, New England up top, then Arizona, then the Chargers. Which means if the, if you assume, and it's not you know, not guaranteed, but assume that the Bears, Commanders, and Patriots take quarterbacks in the form of Caleb Williams. Drake May slash Jaden Daniels as your two there, then you're guaranteed if you want either Marvin Harrison or Brock Bowers in the latest mock draft, as you can see on the screen, youtube.com slash at NFL on CBS from Ryan Wilson. They have uh, Wilson has him take, has the chargers and Jim Harbaugh taking Joe alt six, seven, three 22 offensive tackle out of Notre Dame. That's not a bad idea. You have Rashawn Slater at left tackle. You did just draft. Um, I got what's the Boston College kid's name? Uh, excuse me, he's a guard. Never mind. Zion Johnson. Uh, I blacked out for a second there. Um, you have yeah. I mean, like I, you could you could go Joe Alt and then you slide over. I, I get protecting him, but I think if you wanted to do a quick fix on your salary cap situation, you could tell Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. We have to restructure or we're letting you go. Right. And then you, you cut, you know, you figure out what the deal is with their contracts. You either, you either cut them and say $43 million total, or you restructure and you save that anyway, and you keep them. And then you can go out and decide with the fifth pick. Do we get Brock Bowers? Do we get Marvin Harrison jr? You know, or do you trade up with the Patriots to three and grab Marvin Harrison jr. Ahead of the Cardinals. I mean, there's, there's a lot of options here. And I think you can. You already have Quentin Johnson on the roster. I know that people are down on him, but he's you know was a really a one route runner with the with TCU in in college, and then you know was learning on the fly. You have Jalen Guyton, a speedster. There are ways you can rejigger this. And Harbaugh has always been a power run, physical type of coach. I don't think he's going to come in and have you know have the Chargers slinging it sixty times a game. Nor should he. Yeah, I, I don't think that is crazy. And and the other thing is, we were talking about, obviously, how he got the 49ers to three straight NFC title games and, and made a quarterback change in year two. But the one thing that all three of those teams had in common when he led them to three straight NFC title games is that he had a top five defense every year. They ranked in the top five in fewest points allowed. They ranked in the top five in fewest yards allowed. So you're talking about somebody who had going with, hey, defense wins championships. And obviously, uh, so Harbaugh does very much care about that side of the ball. And you know what's funny? Do you know who his defensive coordinator was 
during the three years they went to those NFC title games, Brenton? Wasn't it um, uh, uh, the guy yeah. who replaced him? It was Vic Fangio. Oh, it was Fangio, who's a who free agent. He does not have a job right now. And, you know, obviously there's been speculation that he could end up in Philadelphia. He almost went there last year, and maybe that's where he does want to end up. But could you imagine Harbaugh calling Banjo and saying, hey, man, why don't we get the band back together? And uh, you remember those NFC title games we went to? Why don't we do that in the AFC? And uh, you draw some stuff up to figure out how to stop Patrick Mahomes, and we'll be good to go. So I just think it's interesting that Fangio yeah. was a free agent. So that's and- a great point. I somehow forgot Fangio was his DC. Roman, uh, Greg, Greg Roman was his OC. By the way, uh, Alden Smith, the number seven overall pick, incredible start to his career out of Missouri as a pass rusher. Um, you know, Vic Fangio gets the most out of these pass rushers. You've got, oh, um, Debo says the thought is that Jesse Minter is following Harbaugh to LA. Also worth noting, Mike McDonald, who's getting heat as a head coach for, out of his work for Baltimore, was with Harbaugh in Michigan before he jumped to Baltimore to work for Harbaugh's brother. Looking back, though, at, at these um, the drafts, man, you can paint a picture where, holy bay, like A.J. Jenkins with a 30th overall pick. You well, know, to Debo's point real quick, I do think that Harbaugh will do his best to bring Jesse Minner with him. So unless there's some sort of opportunity that uh, where Minner says, eh, I'm going to do this instead, or he feels like maybe he has a shot getting a head coaching job somewhere, but it feels like he'll be the guy. Yeah, I was just looking at the draft draft history of the of the 49ers. You see Alden Smith, seventh overall defensive player, Colin Kaepernick. I mean, look, those are two home run hits for the first couple of years, obviously. Things change dramatically for totally different reasons. But then you look at that second year under Trent Balky. Woof. Mark, you know, I mean, AJ Jenkins was a massive bust. Michael James at 61 overall, not great. Scroll up and, and look. By the way, BJ Daniels, click that. Did BJ Daniels go to uh, Chattanooga? Is my guy, am I wrong there? Could be wrong. Uh, South Florida, never mind. Who am I thinking of? Um, anyway. Eric Reed, good pick. Tank Carradine, fine pick. But you know, you're picking. The, the, my, my point here is that the draft selections, in general, in that stretch with Trip Balky and Jim Harbaugh, were not necessarily elite. They used a lot of picks of guys with ACL issues, et cetera, et cetera. And if you have a, if you, if you're in sync with your front office here, I don't know. Chargers could you know, bring in an influx of talent. I'm uh, I'm bullish. I will tell you this, though, Breach. Sean Payton gets his year under his belt, wins some games. Jim Harbaugh comes to L.A. And uh, Antonio Pierce gets a job in Las Vegas. What are the odds for the Chiefs to win the AFC West when the season starts next year? I think it's like, it might be plus money. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we spent It was that, two years ago. Yeah, two years ago when the Broncos traded for Russell Wilson, the Raiders still had Derek Carr and the Chargers. Everyone thought the Chargers were going to be awesome. It was like, this is finally going to be the year where the Chiefs don't win the division. And then, of course, the Chiefs still won the division. So I, I don't think it will go to plus money. But I will say it'll be interesting to see. Like, think about if Travis Kelsey retires, maybe that's the move that pushes it to plus money. So I still think there is a lot that could happen this offseason to change that, what happens in the draft, and really what the Chargers do 
with all the salary cap, I mean, we already mentioned these dead cap hits from uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, but you look at their top four guys, are not they're, they're actual cap hits, not their dead cap hits, but Cleo Mack, Joey Bosa, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, that is four guys who have, if you combine their cap hits for 2024, it is over $130 million. They have more than 50% of their cap tied up to four people. That sure, congrats, Raiders. Good. You just hired the guy who did this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> too. Right, right. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else on Jim Harbaugh to the Chargers? Very exciting. We knew we we've known it's been coming. Finally happened. It's a big deal. What's your grade and what's your early uh, a, it's a plus? A plus. Chargers are a lock to make the playoffs next year. If you can get anything under minus one fifty, give it to me. And I still think Kansas City will win the division, but Chargers will be a a wild card that clinches very early, and people will be stunned. People, people are just like, wow, the Chargers, they stink. You can't win there. Maybe, maybe Jim Harbaugh's kind of a jerk. He wins everywhere he goes, and he has a quarterback in Justin Herbert that is basically like having Andrew Luck. Right, and we saw what he did at Stanford with Andrew Luck. Uh, I agree. I think playoffs, A-plus higher, and second place in the division. I don't think they unseat the Chiefs, so I absolutely think they get the playoffs. I agree with you there. All right, that'll do it for us. Thanks for watching. Thanks Who's for got it better than us, Brenton? Who's got it better than us, Breach? Nobody. Nobody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. No for Breach, I'm Brinson. We'll see you. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down. Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the south side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.